tell you what, if anybody can sit today and not realize that they're blessed and not see the hand of God in all of this that we face this day, he's worthy to be praised, folks. We're going to a much familiar passage this morning. Mark chapter number 5. Mark chapter number 5. If you would find yourselves there and if you'd stand for the reading of God's Word. It's worth standing for. Amen? Amen. It's His Word, not ours. It's His Word that we need today. If we're going to make it, Amen? If we're going to make it, we better have it. Verse 25, as you found yourselves there. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had, a, had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. Boy, is that where we find many at today. You see, you can take a, uh, you can take a regular, ordinary passage. <laughs> and don't it apply every time? A familiar story. I stop right there because I believe there's many today suffering. There's many people suffering today. Let's read on together. When she had heard of Jesus. We can stop right there. When she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. I shall be whole. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this day, God. God, I thank you for this time together. God, I thank you that your timing is always on time. God, your word is always on time. God, we're in your house today, God, and we've all got a need, God. So, God, I just pray you, number one, remind us who you are. And, God, I pray we open up our hearts, God. God, do business with you, God. God, realize this world's got a lot of answers, but, God, you are the answer today. God, there's a lot of problems. God, there's a lot of suffering. God, there's a lot of affliction. But God, you are everything. God, you're the answer to it all, God. God, when we're dry, God, you're not. God, you're that spring, God, flowing forth. Oh, God, you're so good. Oh, God, you're so good. God, I say, God I'm sitting here just giving you praise. God, I know why the song was changed. God, I know why the song was changed. Mm, God, you want to remind us today how good you are. So God, I ask you this. God, move me aside. <laughs> and God, what you've placed in this heart, God, not be my words, but yours. God, be yours today, God. God, that we hear from heaven today, God. As we walk through your word, God, not men's opinions, but God, as we walk through your word. Help us today. God, strengthen us today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen and amen. Yes, glory to God. Glory to God. Do we need power today? Oh, if ever we needed power today, it's today. Amen? Hey, look, I can look through times past. And we needed the power then, we need the power now. 
I tell you what, I'm so glad to know that when we're talking about the power of God, it's unchanging. I said it's unchanging. I don't have to worry about him being there for me yesterday and not today. Oh, yes, he's there today. Glory to God, he's here today. Glory to God, his word has not changed. I want you to see today us living in a world of brokenness. Boy, we living in a world of brokenness. Tell you what, you go out there and walk them streets for just a few minutes, you'll find out just how broken this old world is. Huh? You'll, you'll find out how much affliction is out there. Hey, you'll find out that the world's got a lot of answers, but they're all empty. Oh, hear me today. The world's doing their very best to try to figure everything out. The world's trying to do everything they can to give us answers. Listen, and I, I know there's also common sense, so you, you don't misunderstand what I'm going to say today. This jacket's going to come off. I don't know how we're going to get it off, but brother, you're going to have to come help me because I just can't deal with it. All right? You just, uh, now you be real careful now. You be real careful. That thing's sensitive, all right? You done broke my finger. Uh, all right? Don't. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm serious today. The world, boy, got plenty of answers that are empty. Listen, and there is a difference between common sense. And God gave us common sense. Amen? Hey, but He also gave us when we got saved. If you're saved today, that's number one. You better be saved. He gave us the Holy Spirit of God. Hey, and I tell you what, I don't have to rely upon man's way. I can rely on God's way. Hey, I tell you what, you're looking for somebody who's never going to turn their back on you. Somebody who's always got an answer. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, he's the same today as he was yesterday. Hey, and I don't work in the power. I don't work in my own strength. I don't work in my own power. We're going to get to the message. It's all there. Oh, you ain't got to worry, all right? You go ahead and read it. You'll figure out I'm there, okay? But I'm glad to know I don't work in my own strength and on my own power. I don't have to. I can if I want to, but that's my loss. But I tell you this, when he placed the Holy Spirit of God in me, hey, I've got resurrection power, folks. Hey, not listen, not to get my will done, but his will to be done in my life. Yes. You realize why so many people ain't got power? They ain't got Jesus. They ain't got Jesus. We got people running around today dressed up in the best Sunday best they could get on. And they ain't got Jesus. They ain't got no power. They're looking for it, but they ain't got it. Well, we just better get into the Word. We don't want to get too far ahead, do we? Oh, look here. Title of the message, I shall be whole. I wonder how many walked into the house of God today, and they need to be whole. Oh, you ain't got to admit it, I'll admit it for you. Huh? Because I believe you're just like me. Oh, and there's an emptiness in us. Hear me. And we put our faith out there in that world, we're going to be disappointed every time. I tell you what, you can wear every mask that's ever made. And I ain't got nothing against masks, all right? So don't you put words in my mouth. You want to wear one, you wear one. We got them on the back table. You come in with them, they look great, all right? They even got them now where you can clear and you can see your smiling face behind that thing. But what I am telling you is God ain't called his people to live in fear, but live by faith. To live by faith. I ask you today who your God is. So I'm not talking about masks. I'm not talking about vaccines today. And I ain't talking no more about that stupid virus. God help us to get that thing out of the way. 
Hear me today. We need answers. The answers are right here in the Word of God. And by the Holy Spirit of God, we're going to see them before our own eyes. And you let this sink into your heart, you say, that's a familiar passage. That's a familiar story. Well, number one, yes, it is a story. Number two, it's history. You see, it really happened. <laughs> My Jesus got healing power. Listen, it ain't a fable or a storybook. It's real. It happened. You can mark it down. You don't believe that, you don't believe the Bible. You don't believe that, you don't believe God. That's just period. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. Take it or leave it. Leave it at the altar. God will deal with it. Notice. Notice here. In Scripture. Let's go straight into uh, verse uh, 25. Well, first, verse number 24. And we're going to piece all this thing together with tonight. So if you miss tonight, you've missed the whole chapter. Let me just go ahead and say that, all right? So if you want to miss it, you go ahead, but you're going to miss out, all right? Don't miss out. That ain't what God's got for you. Look at here. Verse number 25. And a certain woman. Y'all notice how individual that is? Now, I thank God we ain't got her name. Because the truth is, we could fill in our names. Hey, come on. Hey, come on now. 20, verse 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. 12 years. Hey, you tell me suffering sometimes ain't long. Hey, can I tell you God's timing's always on time? You say, preacher, she suffered for 12 years. Well, glory to God. Now Jesus is here. Now Jesus is here. It's the appointed time. Do you realize that God's got appointed time for things to take place in your life? Some of y'all been waiting for healing, wondering when God's going to show up. God's been there the whole time. Hear me. God been, you mean God would ordain me to go through suffering? Yeah, if it's going to get you where he wants you to be. Come on now. Huh? I mean, where's the prosperity in that, preacher? Huh? No, God is looking to get you where he wants you to be. Why is that? Because he knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for you. Some, of, some people wonder, why in the world have I suffered? To get you where God can get your attention. Oh, boy, it got quiet in here. But you know, I know the first thing that came to your mind. Oh, so you mean because I'm suffering, I'm not right with God. Hear me. Hear me. If you are suffering and you're right with God, then give God the glory for the suffering you're going through. Huh? Why? Because God wants to do something with it through you. Yes. You say, man, would God allow me to? Yes, God would allow you to suffer, folks. It is not about here. It's about glory. All right, well, why don't we just all swallow that? We're trying to do our very best to live here. I mean, look at what happened with this woman, this certain woman. She had an issue of blood 12 years, had suffered many things and many physicians, and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. Boy, that sounds like, sound like the world's remedy, doesn't it? Hey, now she is. She's bleeding. Huh? She's broken. And now she's bankrupt. Well, ain't that the way the world will leave you right there, won't it? Huh? You go to the world for an answer. Hey, that's where it'll lead you, bleeding out. Huh? Broken and bankrupt. What's her condition? That's number one. Hey, we need to see it, folks. Hey, if you can't see it, you sure ain't going to be able to apply it. Huh? Number one, notice the condition of our limitation. Now, some of y'all must say that real slow. The condition of our limitation. Do you realize that in your own power you are limited? Huh? You say, what do you mean, preacher? Well, look what she did. 
Look what she did. And now, oh, oh, and let me just clarify this again. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to the doctor. I'm not saying you shouldn't take medication. But what I am saying is you need to have your priorities right. right. Right? You're going to see that in a minute. What does she do? The condition of limitation. Look what she does here. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years had suffered many things of many physicians. She's looking for answers. And had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Can I tell you, God, just like, hey, just like with this woman, God is waiting on you to come to the end of yourself. Ain't nobody got to agree with me. <laughs> Listen, how many of you will run out for answers in every direction? Huh? Before you open your ears to what God's got to say. Huh? I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. I'm not saying don't take medication. But what I am saying is if that's all you're going to do and you're going to rely on other people to tell you what to do, you're going to fail. You are going to fail. Listen, I cannot be Billy Graham. I, hey, listen, I would love to get a wholesome D.L. Moody. All right? Hear me? Hey, but I can't be those guys. I can only be me. That's it. That's all I can be. Hey, where are you going with that preacher? Because that's all God's asking me to do. That's all God's asking you to do is to seek him first. Seek his will for your life. Look here with this woman. Look here with this woman. She's bleeding. She's broken. And she's bankrupt. A condition of our limitation. Some of you are more broken today than you realize. Some of y'all are bleeding out more than you realize. Hey, can I tell you, disobedience will whoop you every time. I don't know who that's for, but it's for somebody. Hey, it ain't even here. I, I'm just telling you, it will whoop you. God will get you where he wants you to be. One way or another. And sometimes we're going to have to walk through hard times as close as we are to God. Hear me. Listen to this. Nothing better, rather grew worse. The world's answers. <laughs> the world's answers. But let's read on a little bit further. Huh? And had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse when she had heard of Jesus. When she had heard of Jesus. Now listen, that don't fire a lot of people up today. And I ain't sure why. I wonder why. I wonder why we don't get fired up about the name of Jesus anymore. Hear me? You know why? Because we're looking for our own ways. We're looking to do it our way. We're looking for somebody to have a better answer. Hey, nobody wants to go humble before Almighty God anymore. Hey, nobody, listen, nobody wants to surrender their will for His anymore. Yes, we live in a day. I was just watching a video yesterday. I wasn't even going to share this, but I am now, and you're going to have to hear it. You ready? I was watching a video yesterday. Young lady was all upset because she got stopped by the cops. Where's Ben at? Ben, you close your ears. No, he, he the one found the video, I think. But anyway, listen. Hey, she got stopped by the cops. Had to end up signing for a ticket. Some of y'all may have seen this video. Listen, what I'm getting at is she got all hurt about that thing because she didn't get a warning. She got a ticket. 
Why, what are you saying, preacher, to say that? Because we think, listen, we think we deserve so much. Hear me. She is in the wrong. When did we start condoning lawlessness? Huh? I mean, listen, that's what it is. Hey, am I saying that I'm not guilty? Sure I am. Hey, listen, I'm guilty of sin just like you are. But we are to realize wrong is wrong and right is right and God says what is right and wrong. Not our judgment, right? Not our judgment, but we're living in a society where people do not want to hear that. They want it their way, the way they want it, when they want it. Can I tell you, that ain't God's way, folks. That is not God's way. And either we'll surrender to God's way or we won't surrender at all. We won't surrender at all. Oh, and we will, we'll, hey, listen, you want a tough time, go ahead and do it your way. Sin still leads to destruction. Still leads to destruction. Notice here in the scripture. When she had heard of Jesus. When she had heard of Jesus. Hey, child of God. You told anybody about Jesus lately? Huh? Where's this applicable preacher? I mean, we need the power of God. We need the power of God. We can't even talk about Jesus. We can talk about, hey, we can talk about everything else in the world. But we can't talk about Jesus. I wonder sometimes if the believer still believes in the power of God. Hear me. Somebody had to tell her. Somebody got to tell today. Either we're going to do it or we ain't going to do it. Notice secondly about that. There was someone who shared and there was someone who listened. She opened up her ears to hear. You don't hear by closing up your ears. You don't hear by closing up your heart. But no, she came to a place where there was nowhere else to run. And I just believe with all my heart, we got people that's ran as far as they can run. They've done all they can do, and they're at the end of the rope. And I tell you what, you hear me today, Jesus Christ alone is the answer. He's the answer. You say, preacher, but you don't know my illness. But preacher, you don't know my financial struggle. But preacher, you don't know what I'm dealing with with my family. Hear me, Jesus is the answer. You plug in whatever you want. Oh, plug in whatever you want. Listen, my Jesus is not dead. My Jesus is not in the grave. Oh, no, he's on the right hand of the Father. And child of God, listen. He's making intercession for me. He already prayed for me today. Yes, praise God, he prayed for me. He's praying for us. Notice here, verse 27. When she had heard of Jesus, we don't make enough of that, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Can I tell you this? It's one thing to hear about what God can do, but it's another thing to seek what God can do. Huh? We, see, we can do all the... Hey, listen, we can do all the shouting we want to in here. We can get all excited in here, but I wonder if it'll translate over to some action. Huh? Translate over to some action. That's what God is looking for. That's what God wants to see. First to hear, then to act. And what does it take? What does it take, folks? It takes faith. I believe he's asking some people today to trust him. 
Trust Him. You're going to trust the things out there and not trust God? God help us. They're going to leave you empty. Notice here. Here she is. Oh, and she came and touched his garment. For she said, now I want you to see this. <laughs> the touch of faith. Look at this. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. I shall be whole. Hey, a touch with faith, folks. Hey, I wonder how many times we seek, we seek God. We seek the throne of God for our struggles, but we don't even believe he can do anything about it. Huh? I want you to notice something. What is the difference in this passage? She's got confidence. She's trusting and believing that Jesus Christ can heal her. That's the difference today, my friend. That's the difference today. You say, what was her motivation? I know this. He healed her. Oh, I said he healed her. She went with confidence, faith, and trust. Notice, a touch with faith, an act of faith. If I may touch but his clothes. I wonder how many of us would just like to get the garments of God. How many of you have been in such a struggle and a battle if you could just grab a hold of his clothes? I tell you what, we ought to thank God for those times in our life. Huh? Why? Because he's going to show up. I said when we reach out to him, he's going to show up. He won't leave us in the same condition he found us. Hear me. But you know what we got to do? We got to go to him. Oh, we've got to go to him. What does she say? I shall be whole. Not, hey, I might be whole. Or I think I might be whole. No, there's confidence in what she said. I tell you what, as the people of God, we need to stop whining and whimpering and complaining and murmuring. My goodness, I was reminded this week of Brother Job. Oh, Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, we're told what? About old Job. We're reminded of Job's patience. Not as murmuring, not as complaining, but his patience. And you say, preacher, what do you, you say something about patience, you're going to be living it out. Well, I've been living it out anyway. I might just go ahead and add some more on there. Be afraid to talk about the things of God because we might have to live it out. You're going to live it out anyway. The patience of Job. It's got to be applicable, folks. We've got to see God for who he is. Notice with me, that's verse 28. Now, let's look on. Let's look on. She's pray hey, she's going before him with confidence and faith and trust. I shall be whole and straightway. The fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Now notice here. And straightway the fountain of her blood. Listen, straightway. You know what a great word for straightway is? Immediately. Immediately. Hey, can I tell you, the doctors might give you something to help you tomorrow. God get a hold of you, he'll touch you today. I say, he'll touch you today. Now, am I saying, just be, hey, listen, and I know we got people on, hey, listen, I know these people here, you've been battling ailments, you've been going through trouble, some of you's got cancer. Hey, some people don't even know if they're going to be with us next week. Am I saying you're not reaching out to God the way you should? Don't you put those words in my mouth. What I'm saying this is, is that it was God's will and his power. 
God's will and His power. And that's why when we pray to God, we ought to pray with a heart believing, but asking for His will to be done. His will to be. You know, when you surrender to His will, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. But that's between you and I getting surrendered to Him. Getting surrendered to Him. I mean, notice. Notice her. Disowned. Disowned. Cast out. Anybody been a cast out lately? Anybody been a reject lately? Huh? I don't think. Listen, I ain't talking to the air. I know better. I know better. (laughs) Some of y'all been beat down and beat over. But yet he healed her. But yet he healed her. You say, preacher, how did he know he healed her? I mean, he was looking for, well, let's go there. (laughs) Let's go there. Let's look at that. Number three, Christ's power and God's will. Available then, available now. Hey, if we're not plugged into it, it's not his fault, it's ours. Can I tell you this? God don't, and God don't need time. He is time. He is time. Look at here, verse 29 and 30. And straightway the fountain of blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Let me tell you something. Yes, when God gets a hold of your life, you're going to feel something, but it will happen after you've surrendered to him. Huh? A lot of people trying to, listen, trying to live their life off of a feeling. Huh? Can I tell you, salvation, salvation will bring the results of a feeling. But if you get your feeling before you get your salvation, you got a problem. You got a problem. And I can tell you this, what you going to do when the feeling runs out? Huh? That's why so many people, they'll be on fire for God. They'll go through here, take a bath, and they'll go right back out there, and you won't never see them again. If it applies, it applies. It's the, hey, it's the truth. What I'm saying is, was it ever real to begin with? See, you can fool me. You can fool everybody else. That you're, you, can, you can fool your spouse you're sitting with today. But you will not fool God. That's right. Oh, you will not fool God. Amen. See, he knew her. He knew her heart. He knew what he did. Notice, he notices. He knows the power that's exited him. Huh? His virtue. What do you think that word virtue means? Power. Power. And he knew who got it. He knew who got that healing. Notice what he says here. Notice down here in verse 30. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? Now let me ask you something. When Jesus asks the question, he's not doing it because he needs to know. He's doing it because we need to know. Huh? He's doing it so we will know. Hello. Whenever did Jesus need us to answer a question for him? Huh? He created you and he wired you. That's what blows my mind. So many times we don't understand if we're going through all this, why God don't do this, God don't do that. Listen, he wired you and he knows what it's going to take to fix you. And thank God, you know, sometimes it's just time to go home. Be delivered unto glory. That scares people. You start talking about dying and going to heaven, and they get beside themselves. I ask you this. If you're afraid to die, this ain't in the notes. But listen, if you're afraid to die, why are you afraid to die? You need to ask yourself, where's your faith and trust? It might be more in yourself than it is in God. 
But you answer that question. That's between you and him today. Huh? Jesus never asked the question because he lacked, lacked the knowledge of the answer. Look at this. He knows the woman he healed. And in verse 31, look at what he says. <laughs> Notice what the disciples say. And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest, Thou who touched me, are you outside your mind? People's been touching you all over the place. Huh? Isn't that just like us? Hey, we wonder what God is doing because we can't understand it. But yet we're so simple-minded to the things of God, we don't understand, so we just speak. Goodness, it's quiet in here. Is anybody still with me? Did y'all get off the journey somewhere? Huh? How many times are we like the disciples? Trying to figure out what God is doing rather than just trusting what he's doing? If the man said, who has touched me? He knows who touched him. Huh? He knows who touched him. Yes. And you say, wait a minute. Now there was a lot of people who touched Jesus. Hey, why didn't they get a healing? He knew who was going to get the healing. He knew who was going to get to healing. You, you believe in the power of God, folks. He knew who was going to get to healing. He knew who touched him in faith. He didn't have to see her. He knew she was there. It wasn't no surprise to Jesus. And he's calling her out. Listen, he's calling her out. Not because he needs her called out. She needs to be called out. Oh, what's he doing? He's giving her the opportunity to confess his name. Hmm. Why is it God does something in your life and you can't confess and give a testimony for what God's done? You're too ashamed of what... Oh, boy. Stop the train. Huh? I mean, God reached down and saved somebody. And they're too ashamed to talk about it and tell somebody. I ask you, was you ever saved to begin with? Huh? God healed you, but you're too afraid to go out there and tell the world about it. I tell you this, if you're ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of you. And I'll just be, listen, I'll just be honest with you. You deserve, hey, you deserve it if that fits. I love you. I don't say, listen, you better understand this preacher. I do not say that out of anger. I do not say that out of hate. But I'm telling you, God is calling some people to get real. To get real. You do realize we ain't going to be here forever. I'll be honest with you. I look out there and the signs is all there. Hey, the signs, the sounds, it's all there. I mean, we just ready to go. Right? How much, long, how much longer is he going to wait? How much longer is he going to be long-suffering and patient? Listen, he's completed it all except for stepping out and calling us home. Are you ready? You know, I do not want to get before God and had doubt the whole time in God. Matter of fact, if you got doubt in God, are you even going to be there? Come on. Are you even going to? I mean, sometimes we just got to hit the, sometimes we need a brick wall in front of us. Listen, I mean, it's clear as a billboard. How in the world can you live in doubt? How can you live in misery? Hey, let me ask you this. How can you live half-hearted? And then expect God to do a miracle in your life. Don't look at the time because we ain't done. We ain't done. We're still on the journey, right? We'll get there when God stops the train. Y'all ready? Number three, notice Christ's power and God's will. He's calling her out now. Now notice. Now notice with me. Verse 32. And he looked 
round about to see her that had done this thing. You see, he could look around and about to see her because he knew her. He knew exactly where she was. Huh? Verse 33, but the woman, fearing and trembling. Now here's what I'm afraid is. This is where so many Christians find themselves today. Notice. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. The problem is we get stuck on the first part of that verse and we never experience the latter. Huh? Do you realize, do you realize that if God, if God, if Jesus Christ had not called her out and called her back, she could have left that time and thought she stole a blessing, thought she stole a healing. Huh? But God, hey, Jesus reminded her where it came from. Huh? We are to want to give a testimony of what God does in our life. You tell me God got inside of you and you, you ain't going to let him get out of you, maybe he never got in you. God help us. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. You know what needs to happen today? Some people need to confess his name. Some people need to confess his name. Verse 34, and he said unto her. Oh, I love this. Why? Because what do we see? We see lastly, finally here. Look at this. <laughs> what do we see? We see Jesus' confirmation. Jesus' confirmation. Hear me. Now listen. She's already been healed. She came in faith. She got healed. Now she's confessed Christ. She's confessed to the truth of what happened. Now lastly, look. And listen, this is what God will do in your heart if you allow Him to. And He said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now listen, you might can't get excited about this today. <laughs> See, I mean, we got a few people that know what we're talking. Hey, listen, they got it. So I'm just everybody else, just listen in. What? What does? Hey, what does he call her? Say it again. What do he call her? You think that's by accident? You think because that might have sounded good? Hey, no. You know what he's telling her? Hey, guess what? Welcome to the family. Hey, welcome to the family of God. Hey, listen, you might have been turned out. You might have been turned upside down. You might have been cast out, but welcome in. Amen. But welcome in. And I can tell you this. Hey, if you're saved, there was a day you was just like her. <laughs> caught in affliction. and Hey, but you was caught in sin. Huh? You was caught in sin. Hey, but hey, hey, look, when you gave your life to Christ, I'm talking about you surrendered yourself to him. You know what he said? Welcome in. Welcome in. Some of you ain't been welcomed in yet because you ain't got saved yet. You've heard the gospel over and over again and you're still playing games, waiting to hear it the next time and the next time and the next time. But you know what? This might be the last time. I said this might be the last time. So what are you going to do with God? What are you going to do with God? You going to let another opportunity go by? Huh? You going to let another opportunity go by? And miss what God's got for you. What does he say? Daughter. Huh? Because of your faith. You've been made whole. You have been made whole. 
You know what I believe? We got a lot of people today that need to be made whole. And you're waiting and you're playing games with God. Huh? Let's read it for ourselves. Let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. What does he say? And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Can I tell you, there's only one place peace is going to be found. And he reminded her of it again, huh? In him alone. In him alone. Some of you, your life is an absolute mess, a disaster, and it's turned upside down. I wonder this, when are you going to give it to Jesus? When are you going to give it to Jesus? You say, preacher, I'm saved, I'm born again, but I'm struggling. When are you going to give it to Jesus? When? How long is it going to take? You battling with sin and temptation? When's the last time you gave it to God? And I can tell you this, when you'll call things out to God, it makes a big difference. I think so many times, God forgive me of my sin. You know what that is? That's a brush off. That's a brush off. Huh? Hey, isn't that a, that's what I like to call a cop out. Huh? Because it's easy to do that. Oh, it's easy. It's easy not to call it out and call it direct. But ain't it something when we give it over to God? Huh? I remember times in my life, even to this very day, when I sin against God, and I still sin every day. Hear me. Don't act like you don't. Boy, why do we have to get to sin? Because for some of you, you got a broken relationship with the Lord because of it. And until you really come to Him and ask Him to, hey, and give it to Him and ask for forgiveness, you're going to stay right there where you are. There's so many people living in doubt today. Huh? Preacher, listen, sin ain't my problem. I, I know I'm right with the Lord. I, I got right before I ever walked in the door. I wonder if you're living in doubt today. That God's going to take care of you. Oh, you can pick plenty of things to fear today. Huh? There's plenty of things to get down about today. But I wonder when's the last time you gave them to God? You gave them to God. We want to see the power of God. We got to get a hold of God. You know why? You know why the modern day church, and I mean when I say church, the body of Christ is dead Because you do realize Christ is alive. But when the modern day church is dead, it's because Christ is not in the church. Hear me. And if we ever want to see the power of God and the move of God, people ask me, I just had somebody last week say this, do you believe there could be another great revival? <laughs> do I believe God is alive? Do I believe that we're still here? Do I believe the Holy Spirit of God still moves? You better believe I do. I'm not willing to put anything past God because He knows a lot more than I do. But I wonder, I wonder, have you given your life to Him? And if you've given your life to Him, have you surrendered your life to Him? We can sit and play Mickey Mouse games all day long. You can walk out of here just like you walked in. Matter of fact, some, I'm, I'm sure, are probably wondering, Preacher, when are you going to shut up so I can go home? 
Is that what you want to do? Stay the way you are? When are you going to seek the face of God? When's the people of God going to use the altar of God again? Huh? Oh, he's calling us down to the altar again. I mean, Lord, he thinks somebody got to go down and pray every week. No, this is what I do know. Is that when we truly surrender to God, he'll do something in our heart. I could care less how many people go to the altar. Nobody is sitting here counting how many people go to... I could care less. If nobody feels impressed to move by God, then don't move. But I can tell you this. God help us if we don't follow Him. Huh? God help people who don't give invitations anymore. I'm sorry, but we need an invitation every time we meet, folks. Why? Because we got to do business with God. God help us if we can't do that. If we can't do that, we need to stay home. I'm going to ask you simply, head bows and I, head, head bow and eye close. I mean, let's just do business with God. This altar's open. Why wait till later? Why don't we just pray? Why don't we just pray? And can I tell you this? You know, I think one of her fears was probably wondering, was probably wondering what other people thought or what other people would think. Who really cares? Who really cares? I tell you what, when I stand before God, I'd hate to know that I didn't get something right because I was worried about so-and-so and what they thought about me doing business with God. God help us. God help us. You know what matters is my relationship with the Lord. You know what matters today? Your relationship with the Lord. Let's just keep it clear. That's all that matters. There's many at the altar today. I wonder, is He calling you? Is He calling you? God's doing business. God is doing business. What is He doing in your heart? Heavenly Father, God, I thank You for Your Word. God, I thank You that we can come and worship You. But God, I thank You so much, God, that we can do business with You. God, draw close to You. God, I pray You do a work in our heart, God, that we'll never forget. God, we give You the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.